Welcome to Randall Parker's Film Club with me, Randall Parker. On today's episode, I shall be reviewing two films from a list of the 1001 greatest films of all time. Firstly, I'm going to be reviewing a film from 1962 called Knife in the Water, directed by Roman Polanski. And then, we're going to take a look at a film directed in 2012 by a chap called Leon Carwax called Howley Motors. But before that... Oh, fucking hell, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Downstairs. I'm doing a podcast. Podcast. Pod. Never mind. Just keep it down there. Keeps trying to sniff me dick. He bloody does. And stop feeding him them bananas. He keeps doing them yellow shits again. Sorry about that. As this is our first episode, let me introduce myself and tell you how this podcast came about. Well, my name's Randall Parker, and I was born and raised here in the West Midlands, a little town called Edgebury, not far from Walsall. Uh, I was born in 1971 and live at home, just me and me mum. Yeah, I know what you're thinking, but it's not like that. It just helps keep the bills down, doesn't it? Well, I've been on furlough since April 2020, due to this virus thingy. And uh, I've had loads and loads of spare time on me hands. Nah, Mum, she likes to be in bed by a gone nine, and she don't like it if I have the downstairs telly on too loud. Which suits me, But uh, so I've been up in my bedroom on the old laptop with the headphones in it. Uh, I do admit I lost the best part of last year watching Russian car crashes on YouTube. But after a while, I'd had enough of that, and I decided that uh, I'd delve into a subject that's fascinated me for, for a long, long time. And that's cinema. So I spent the beginning of this year watching all of the Star Wars films. Then I went through all the Fast and Furious films. And then I started working my way through all the MCU films in order. And I finished off with Avengers Endgame. Now that is a film, isn't it? Right, quality-wise, I don't think anyone's ever going to surpass that. Now 2021, it's the year that I turned 50 and I thought to myself that it'd be a great idea if I started myself a podcast on classic films. So I started trawling the internet and uh, came across this website and what you do is you subscribe to it and the bloke who runs it sends you a couple of films off this list of 1001 greatest films to see before you die. You watch the two films he sends you, right? And then you send them back to him and then he sends you two more, and you watch them, and so on and so on. And you gradually work your way down the list. So, what I thought is, I'll watch these two films and give you a review of each of them in each podcast. Now, I am hoping that this is going to be an interactive podcast, so if you've got any thoughts or suggestions or just want to offer me words of support, you can email me at randallparker1971 at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram, which is at RandallParker1, and see if you can get me followers up into double figures, eh? Now, uh, before we start, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone down at White and Bailey Fabrications. That's where I work. As I said, uh, I'm on furlough. Uh, a special shout-out, though, to Mr White, my boss. He's a lovely bloke, he is, right? He totally understands that that accident wasn't my fault. And he told me the other day that the bloke who was trapped has got 60% of the feeling back in his left leg. So, it's a bit of good news all round, isn't it? Now, 
when I'm reviewing the films, if I dip into spoiler territory, I've got this alert. Well, me mate Ken's made it for me, so let's just have a listen. Hang on. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, one more for luck, yep. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right, I think we're almost ready to start. Now, I would like to point out, though, that, as I said earlier, these films are not my choice. They're the choices of the fellow who runs a website, and he's got a different idea of classic films than me. I have emailed him with a couple of suggestions, uh, but looking down the list, there ain't no comic book films, and right now I'll probably settle for an Angley's Hulk or even a Catwoman. But here goes... first film we're going to review is a film from 1961 called Knife in the Water, directed by Roman Polanski. Now there are, are a couple of rumours flying around about him, but don't let that put you off, because I quite enjoyed this film. Now, it is one of them foreign films with subtitles, but once you get used to it, it's not sort of a problem. It's kind of like reading a book whilst watching the telly, isn't it? Uh, from what I could gather, the film was about a married couple who were off on a boating holiday. Now, he looks about 65 and she looks about 25, so I think there's some sort of mind control or Stockholm Syndrome subplot they must have had to cut for some reason. Now, the couple are driving down the road when they nearly knock over this bloke who's sort of like a tramp and he's dicking about in the road. But instead of giving him a bollocking and calling him a prick, they decide to take him on holiday with them. You know, like you do. Anyway... Lo and behold, they don't get on. The old bloke seems to be annoyed that the young bloke is young and the young bloke seems to be annoyed that the old bloke is old. And whilst all this is going on, the woman is wandering around the boat in a bra and pants. I have no problem with this. It's very nice. All artistic. Like, but the main problem I've got with this is that the old bloke doesn't seem to mind while she does this in front of the young bloke, who's getting a right eyeful. If I was the old bloke, I would have made her put on one of them big baggy t-shirts or something. I won't spoil what happens for you, but lo and behold, they fall out. That was a surprise, I can tell you. Now, the young bloke then falls overboard, and they think he's drowned. I'm not quite sure what happened next, because I had to sort out the dog, because he'd shat all down the old carpet, and my mum made me clean it up. I wouldn't mind, but it's not even our dog. It's Mrs Carter's, and we've been lumbered with it, because she's had a fall. Anyway, when I came back in, the young bloke and the young woman were snogging, and the old dude had fucked off. Then, the young bloke fucks off and the old bloke comes back and they go home. Right. Now, what with it being called knife in the water, I only managed to count four knives. I would have expected more what with it being in the title. But what it lacked in knives, it certainly made up for in water. I thought it was a good length, clocking in at 94 minutes, which means if you're watching it on a Monday night... You could squeeze it in between the chase and Coronation Street just as long as you start it just as the final chase has finished. But if you don't fancy doing that, just watch it on a Tuesday. It is in black and white, which is fine, but it could have benefited with a splash of colour just to keep your interest a bit more. I mean, they've got computer programmes that can do that now, so perhaps it's something they might look at doing in the future. Ratings-wise, I did enjoy it, even though some things probably could have been explained a bit more. Uh, I'd probably put it on a par with one of the later Shrek films, probably Shrek the Third. And that 
was knife in the water. My mum's just brought me up a cup of tea. I think she was checking up on me, thinking I was up to no good again. That was nice. Now, if my mum ever makes you a cuppa, not that she will, would never say never, don't drink all of it. She hasn't managed to get the anger tea bags. She still thinks they're sachets and rips the top off and bungs them in the pot. I find if you leave about half an inch at the bottom of the cup, you're safe. Now, if you're wondering, I'm recording this in the back bedroom on my laptop. Well, the laptop I inherited off my cousin Alan. Poor Alan, tragic that was, he hung himself. Yeah, hung himself whilst he was having a wank. Real tragedy, nice fella. One of those blokes who sort of smells of slightly too much deodorant. At the inquest, they said it was called autoerotic asphyxia. You kind of cut off your air supply whilst you're having a tug. It's supposed to heighten the pleasure, but sometimes you pass out and it's game over. Online, it says uh, you can tie a special knot that undoes when you drop too far, but where's the peril in that? The trick is all about control. You've got to build up your upper thigh muscles and like uh, when you feel yourself beginning to black out you sort of push back up against the wall apparently. Lovely cup of that, let's just pop that down over there. Yeah, lovely. Now, I've got to give a big shout out to our sponsor for this episode and that's Mr Latif. And he runs the local mini mart slash petrol station slash off license slash whatever. He'll sell you anything you want, just as long as you don't mind. It's slightly smelling of damp. I mean, he's got a shelf full of Timothee shampoo and they ain't done that since the mid-90s. Anyway, he's running a promotion at the moment. It's a bit like Beer 52 and he's called it Booze 28. And he's written here, uh, for 28 quid you get four cans of special brew, two litres of white lightning, half a bottle of vodka and you even get a snack. He's managed to get his hands on some Russian military surplus instant mash. So... If you're interested, pop along there, mention the podcast. Great stuff. So, today's second film was made in 2012 by some bloke called Leon Carwax, and it's called Holy Motors. Holy fuck, more like. What a pile of shit. I was fuming after watching this crap. Back in 2012, right, I went to the bank and asked for a personal loan of 200 quid to buy myself a Stormtrooper helmet and was turned down flat. Some twat has given Leon 4 million quid to make this. Jesus Christ. The plot, it had more holes in it than Tupac. Well, if it had a plot, I'm not too sure. Right, I'm going to give it one of these. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, it's more like a doing you a favour so you don't have to bother watching this pile of shit alert. Now, it sort of starts off with this odd job man who fucks around doing strange odd jobs. Firstly, he turns up this place, bungs on a motion capture suit and starts firing a gun about. Next thing, he's pretending to shag a woman. I lost it at this point and it only went downhill from here. I'd hardly got halfway through my share bag of Walker's Max when he was off on his next job kidnapping some woman and they were down a sewer and he got his cock out and he was munching some money for no reason at all. I mean, who does that? 
Well, apart from that time Mickey Dawson did it down the bus depot, but he was off his meds at the time. But I digress. I'm talking full-on raging horn. It was quite off-putting. Seemed to be following around the room, you know, like the eyes on one of them really good paintings. Anyway, he keeps doing these strange jobs, and for no reason he's been driven around in a big white limo by some old cow in a white mask. Now, surely that's against the highway code. Next thing, you know, he's on top of a roof. Right, we call him an oak. She's talking French for some reason. That is sort of when the film perked up a bit, but she didn't even do a turn. Formerly in quids for Kylie, and they didn't even get her to do a medley. Fucking hell. Anyway, Kylie ends up jumping off a roof for no explanation, and that's her gone. Lucky old Kylie. Anyway, to cut a long story short, he sort of does his final job, and he goes home. Fair enough, you think. Thank God he's finally settled down. Then you find out he's actually gone out to a bunch of monkeys. For fuck's sake. But at least the ordeal's over. No, no it's not, no. Old mask lady drives a limo back to the garage full of other limos. And then they start to talk to each other. I'll tell you what, by the time this happened, I was ready to put my foot through the telly. I was so angry after this, it made me arse itch. You know, don't ask me if there's any more after this, because I turned off. Ratings-wise, I'd put it on par with something like Paw Patrol Pups on Parade. No, hang on, that's not fair. Paw Patrol do a lot of good for the community, what we're rescuing and putting out fires and stuff. I'll put it on par with something like Thomas Tank Engine and the Magic Railroad, which, even though it had Alex Baldwin in, was a load of cack. That was Holy Motors. Watch that at your peril. Well, I hope you enjoyed my first podcast and thank you very much for listening. You never know, in the future people may ask where you were when you first listened to the first episode of Randall Parker's Film Club. Might be one of them things like when Kennedy got shot to death or the terror attacks on the two towers of the 9th of November 2001. Or that time Mark Richards shat himself inside out at the fair. If you want to get in touch, you can email me at randallparker1971 at gmail.com. Next time, I'll be reviewing a film called Chinatown and another film called Polytechnic. Thank you very much for listening. Ta-da for a bit. (laughs) 